Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, blessings, and a gracious good afternoon to you on this beautiful, beautiful day. No matter where you are, what your weather is, what's going on in your life, it is still a beautiful, beautiful day because we are still yet in the land of the living, which means we still yet have a work to do for our Father God. So, amen, amen. We thank and we embrace the day. We seize the time. Excuse me, I was listening to Cindy Trim recently, and she was teaching on the DNA of destiny, and she was talking about time, and she said in every second there is a moment of opportunity, so we want to seize our moments of opportunity in the time frame that God has given us. So we are grateful. Hello, hello, hello to my beautiful co-host, the lovely Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you today? I am awesome, beautiful lady. And again, like I said, it's just I'm just so grateful, sis, to be in the land of the living and feel good. Amen. Amen. You know what? That's saying something, Tam. Seriously, we don't often... Um, realize how great and how special our health is. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunately until it begins to fail us or something happens to us, we don't learn to really appreciate the fact that, you know what, I woke up this morning and I could get out of bed on my own. (laughs) I can take a deep breath without oxygen on my face, you know. Um, I can see everything that is around me. I can touch and I can literally feel that which I touch, and I have my freedom. So, you know, not just freedom in the natural, but freedom of mind and freedom of heart. And you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, I am, maybe it's my age, (laughs) but the older I get, the more I appreciate life. I'm serious. Yeah, but you know what? You're right. Maybe it is our age, and I thank God for it. I'm going to tell you something. People, when you said it wasn't just, I don't concentrate anymore on the monastery gifts as much, the cars, the houses. I thank God for those. Please hear me. But it's Mm -hmm. your right Mm -hmm. mind, and it's your peace Mm -hmm. of mind, and it's your joy. And it's your love, and it's your gratitude, and it's your giving. Mm. Because when you're in a position where that's taken away, or or mm-hmm. you kind of lose a sense of it, then not until then, and then only do you realize, Lord, oh, my God, I didn't praise you for this. Mm. I didn't realize my that what God. you gave me. It may not be um, racked up in dollars, but it's racked up in some sense. It may not mm-hmm. be racked mm-hmm. up in the houses of this land, but you've given me a peace of mind when I should have, through all that I mm. thought I went through, lost my mind. You know, last mm. week we were having difficulties with the, with the, um, with just everything. The but mind began that yeah. morning in a battle <laughs> with the devil of trying to keep my mind 
and how the floodgates of sorrow and sadness and depression and regression and everything began to flow in at one time and I began to weep and cry. All day long. So when you Mm. finally, I had to pray myself, beg, beg myself, Lord, help me, please. I don't want to be in this state. I don't want to be here. This is something I can't afford. I don't know why I'm feeling like I'm feeling. But if I had the feelings for people to say today that they're depressed, if I had the feelings for people today to say they're suppressed, if I have to feel for people today to say they feel rejected, then let me say to you, I feel you, I'm praying for you, I'm standing with you, and I pray God's guidance and light upon you. Amen. Mm, amen. Amen, girl. I feel you on that. You know, I think we all go through those periods, Pam. I feel you, you know, because I know even for myself, um, I went and I'm still kind of in it, actually. I, it does not seem to be as pronounced as it was, but that weepy time, like you said yes, last week, you, you, know, you had that day. I've had a stretch of time, but my weepiness, thank you, Jesus, has not been the, the tears of sorrow and travail. It has been the tears of appreciation because God has been so good. And hear me now, hear me. I am being hit left and right with one traumatic thing after another and you know and what's to come seems grim and all of these different things are going on all around me but I promise you in the midst of it all I have the peace and the joy of God and that has brought me to tears that has brought me to tears to know that I have graduated to a place that Lord in spite of yet will I praise you in spite of, I know you are yet on the throne and you are yet working. In spite of it all, you are still God. And I've seen you work time and time again. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're in the midst of something great and mighty now, right now, right now. So I'm excited. I, I promise you, I am excited. Um, just because of that knowledge. You, it did, does that make sense to you? I mean, just because of the knowledge to know that God is yet God, no matter what it is that's going on. And when you wake up in the morning and you can say, I believe God. I don't care what the day holds. I believe God. Whatever God has said is for this day, that's what it's going to be. I don't care what man says. I don't care what the enemy tries to hurl. What God said is, that's what it is. That's what it is beyond everything else. It's all about him. It's all about him. So I, I'm extremely excited. Um, I see we have someone that has joined the line, um, and it looks like they have their hand up and they have a question. So before we go into today's topic, we're going to pull this person into the line and just, you know, hear their heart on maybe they have a testimony or a praise that they want to give as well. Caller, you are live on the line. Did you have something you wanted to share? Uh, yes. Um, I mean, can you uh, tell us, the African people, what date they came to existence to this planet? Do you know Abzu? African Abzu? No, I don't. I'm okay, sorry. it's around 590 BC. Okay, I am. I apologize. I'm not familiar with that. Right. So African people are. Uh, we all come from Africa. Mm-hmm. So, basically, we saw the shooting in Kentucky that the man, KKK, he goes and take a gun, goes to a black church, and try to kill as many as black, but uh, God was with them. Somehow he couldn't open the door. So he went across uh, the church, the Kroger, 
suddenly he find uh, saw two uh, black one man, two one people female. That he shot, yes. Yeah, uh, Kentucky. I, I, I Kentucky. Nobody talks mm-hmm. about it, my friend. My friend, because it's uh, the more. Uh, I mean, it's like it's nothing, but it's very alarming right now. That uh, then he tried to shoot the white people. The one guy said, "You know, my friend, I am a white. You are a white. White man will not kill the white man." He said, "You are right." Okay, ciao, ciao. But I guess as soon as he came out later on, police catch him. So that was uh, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Then uh, the Jew- the Jewish massacre happened as well. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. what do you think? Are we going to be in 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 these things? Event was not happening before. Or if it's happening, maybe you know what? I, I have to disagree with you. I apologize, but the evil in man's heart has been going on since the beginning of time, and it is unfortunate um, now that we have mass media that everybody across the world can see what goes on. But what is happening, especially in the United States, um, is nothing yes. new that hasn't happened in the past. The, the, the key is, is that I believe that God is uncovering the spirit of murder. He's uncovering the spirit of racism. He's uncovering the hatred that's in the heart of man because the God is a just God and he will judge um, the evilness of man at the same time as he um, deals with his, his remnant, his people that follow him. So I don't think what's happening is new. Um, especially if you read the word of God, you will see that there has been evil in the heart of man since, since the beginning of time. It is just unfortunate that the impact now um, seems so profound because now you're hearing about it on the regular, whereas before, not that it was not happening, it's just that, you know, there was not the opportunity of the mass media to promote it out there among the masses so that everybody would know everything that, that's going on. Um, but it, this is, unfortunately, yes, this yes. is the hour in which we live, right. and it's, it's a sad yeah, yeah, time yeah. That, for humanity. Right. But, yes, it's that kind. I mean, I, I really don't care you're a Republican or Democrat or Socialist Democrat Party. I don't give a damn or Libertarian. I don't give a damn who you, uh, well, who you support. What I care that how much you have knowledge, how much you have a uh, good heart. That, for me, is more important. Correct. That's, that's uh, what's the, important. I, it's not about... Um, a donkey or an elephant. So I thank you for your call. I'm going to have to put you on hold because we do need to get to the topic of the day. But I thank you for your call and, um, and, and your, your um, willingness to share your heart, you know, that it is about the heart of man. So I thank you for that. Thank you very much, dear. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, you know, so, so and, I, and if this is this is the It's Real Radio talk show, and, and what our caller was talking about is real issues. It's real issues. Go ahead, baby. I feel like it kind of ties into what you said you wanted our topic to be about today anyway, and that was about delays and distractions. And when you start Absolutely. off, as we did on our endeavor, it's okay but look how quick a distraction can come to throw you off of your pathway. It's not saying mm-hmm. that the things in the affair of this world does not matter because it does. But what it we're saying is does. God said, don't get caught up in matters and affairs that are too much higher than you. And that's why mm-hmm. we have to keep our eye focused and our heart set on what God told us and what we believe. Because that's what's going on in the world today is delays mm-hmm. and distractions. Go ahead, Seth. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, absolutely. So our, our topic today, so that our callers um, and the others on the line can, can tie into what we're saying, um, is perception. What if 
it's not a delay or, or a distraction, but rather a process to purpose, okay? We go through so much on a day-to-day basis, and even, even tying into what the caller was saying and that, you know, the state of affairs now, it, it's not anything new. You know, but it can cause the delays and distractions to your purpose if you get caught up in it. That that was part of um, what I believe you were just saying, Pam, is about you know getting distracted. You can't get distracted. You got to keep your focus and know that according to the Word of God, there is nothing new under the sun. Absolutely nothing. There are times in our lives when we will walk through certain situations and and and. So, like, our face is set like flint to get to where we're going, and we will not look to the left to the right. I liken it to, and, and I, I don't know that any of us had that same tenacity that Christ had, but through all that he had to endure from starting in Gethsemane, starting in the garden, when it, the realization was you know, was brought to the forefront. I'm not saying that he didn't have that realization before, but where it was recorded for us and it was brought to the forefront where he said, you know, Daddy, I'm just paraphrasing, Daddy, do I really have to do this? I mean, is there any other way that we can reconcile these crazy people out there without me walking through the physical pain that I'm about to endure? Okay, is there any other method, any other way that we can accomplish that which you need done other than me doing this. And as, as quickly as ever thought, he followed it up with, but nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. In other words, nevertheless, if this is the only way to reconcile these stiff-necked people back unto you, if you've got to have a sacrifice, then I will be that sacrifice because that is my purpose. That is the whole reason why I came was so that, A, well, there was a few reasons, but A, so that I can point them back to you so that I can be a living example of who you are and what you want from them and B, to give of myself for, for their recompense, for their remission of sin so that they can be reconciled back into the family so that just as you and I are one, they can be one with us also. What he encountered, okay, it, 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 <laughs> we, we could look at it in so many different ways, but it wasn't he did not allow it to distract him from his purpose. We will let a hangnail distract us from getting into the word of God. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We will let, like my dog is in the room with me. Normally I put her out before the broadcast, but now she decides she wants to bark. That could be a major distraction. It is not going to distract me, however, because I'm going to put her outside the door and let her go play with the rest of the people in the house. But if you see what I'm saying you know, it's like we cannot allow the little things, because normally it's the little things that really throws us off. It's the little things that causes us to see something that's not even there, okay? We will make a mountain out of a molehill quick, fast, and in a hurry because of our perception of what's going on. Like I said at the beginning of the show, there are things that are hitting me left and right, things that are before me, things that would in the natural possibly cause somebody to worry and fret and, oh, my God, what's going to happen? But for me, it's like I have the joy of the Lord because, and I'm not, please hear me, I'm not puffing myself up because I have my down days too, but I, I am so grateful to be in that place of, you know what, hey, you did it before, you're the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. So if I didn't have to doubt you back then because you worked on my behalf, because you woke me up this morning, because there is a breath left in my body, then I don't have to worry and doubt you now. You're the same God. Ty Ty Trivet has that song out called The Same God. He's the same God. Okay? I tell people this all the time. 
that the same God of the Old Testament is the same God of the New Testament. So when I see people getting so caught up on grace that, that they forget the same God that opened up the earth and swallowed up 3,000 in a swoop, the same God that took people out in masses, okay, is the same God that has grace and mercy on your soul. Don't get it twisted because he loves you and he has grace that he is not a God that can walk in anger, okay? Because if you anger him, his reaction is not quite like yours. So you don't want to do that, you know? So it's like we have to get into a place, and Tanya, I'm going to turn this over to you in a moment, but I don't, I don't want to just carry the conversation, but we have to get to a place where our perception changes and so that we start to understand Oh, no, it wasn't a delay. I'm in the process. I am being prepared for my purpose in this situation. We have multiple purposes when you really come down to it because we have multiple assignments. One calling, but multiple assignments. So for every assignment, there has to be preparation. I'm in school. When I go to school on Friday night, there needed to have been some preparation done for me to be an, an active participant of the class prior to me getting to the class. And if I did not do that preparation, which is called homework, then I get to the class and I am a bump on the law because I have no clue what they're talking about because I was not prepared. I was not prepared. Okay. We have got to understand that we have to walk through the process of preparation for purpose for the many different assignments. It is not just one. So that you feel like, okay, I've walked through that process, so I should be prepared for anything. Not necessarily, because there is something else that can come your way, okay? And you, you may have been prepared over here. You were prepared to feed 10 people that came to your house for Thanksgiving, but you got 200 coming this time. Are you prepared? Have you did, went through the process to make sure you have enough chairs, enough feeding, enough eating utensils, enough food? Have you walked through the process of preparation for the purpose of what it is you have been assigned to in this hour? Not last week, not next week, but in this hour. Go ahead, sis. First, let me say this. I love when you speak, Elder, because... You didn't get this far just by not knowing anything. You've done your research. You've done your homework. So it doesn't bother me. I don't feel like you're taking over the conversation. I just, I just feel like that's what God puts on your heart and leads you to tell the people of God, and I'm one of them as well. Everything that you're saying is so true. Please hear me. Whoever is listening to me, who's ever hurting right now, who's ever feeling confused, who's ever feeling like you don't even know if you're going to be able to do this, whoever feels like, you know, man, it just, man, let me just throw in the towel. When I tell you feeling like, oh, I was feeling like Job, not a fact because I've felt like I've already lost my children and different things that God had set before me. I missed my mark, my calling. But you know what? You didn't because I believe in my heart. Just as what you said, Elder, several shows back, God is time. And yes, we can mm. miss it. But get yourself back up and get ready for the next time. Hallelujah. It doesn't, you know, you yeah. don't know. No, you don't know when the next time may come. But I believe in my heart, just as you've been seeing on the internet and everybody doing good, and I thank God, he said those are the last going to be the first. The young man that was walking to work, how he was getting there, how God sent angels to bless him, to feed him, to let him sleep. However they did it, another lady was on the Internet feeding the homeless out of her own pocket. See, you believe that the things that you're doing right now is going to be coming unnoticed, but it's not. It's such a time mm. as this. Just as you mm. said again, Elder, and I'm going to bring it back, God is time. Long as yeah. you don't lose it. Long as you don't stick the gun in your mouth up to your head, as long as you don't put the rope around your neck and jump, as long as you don't put that brick into the water and leap, as long as you don't, then I truly believe whatever reason, whether it's a lot, 
God will provide. And that's yeah. what you have to be sure of. That's what you have to know. See, if you are a rich man right now, you know what it's like to be broke. You wouldn't know what it's like to shop at the wheel. You wouldn't know what it's like to shop in the dollar store. You wouldn't know what it's like mm. to take a chicken and have to make half-baked chicken, potato salad, and then maybe a little chicken salad the next day out of one chicken. But I'm grateful for those times because they have mm. added all up and built character and who I am today, there was a point where God put me in position to have the money, and I didn't get it. I missed a mark. I don't want to be haughty and and bragging and it all, and I'm looking down on people. You don't want that. Mm. No. But you want the process where he's breaking and he's sifting and he's pruning. It's so painful. It's so painful. Mm-hmm. I'm like you, Elvin. Oh, man. Today, let me tell you something. That day, man, people don't know. When God allowed you to feel the grieving of your brothers and sisters around you, you don't even know mm-hmm. why, but he allowed you to feel the pain of your brothers and sisters. And you have to prevail. You have to cry out to Jesus. Because that's what... Your, your, your earpiece went out, Tam. Come back. Can you hear me, sis? Now, yeah, now I can hear you, yes. When I didn't know how to pray for myself, it was people like Elder. It was people like my grandmother. It was people like my godmother. Mm-hmm. So all I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is I hope I didn't get too much off the process, Elder, but all I'm trying to tell you is there's going to be many delays and distractions. The devil's going to mm-hmm. always be busy and bring up something. But you mm-hmm. have to grind your feet in and make up in your mind that you in it for the long haul. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, so very, very true. I agree wholeheartedly with that. You know, um, and and we can't, we, we, please, please hear my heart on this. We don't make light of anything that you're going through. And I know, you know, we have testimonies, but baby, our testimonies are 30 years in the making. Okay? Don't think that we just woke up you know, and, oh, my God, I'm saved and all is wonderful in life. That is not the situation here for neither one of us. And I think that we have been transparent enough, you know, on these shows that you recognize we have walked through some things, seriously. And maybe this is the first time you're hearing the broadcast. Trust me when I say to you, we have not always got it right. And, 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 and hear me, probably won't always get it right, right in the future as well. But we have progressed to a place of appreciation for the process. That's a hard place to get to. That is a hard place to get to. So I am not making light of it. I thank God that after 30 years, literally, in September, I have been walking with the Lord for 30 years, that I'm finally at a place that I can appreciate the process. The Word of God says that it was good when I was afflicted. It does not feel good to be afflicted of anything. It does not feel good, but you can reflect on it, look back on it, and say, you know what, today, I couldn't say it in the middle of it, but today, I can say it was good that I was afflicted. Why? Because I am on the flip side of that affliction, and I know what I have gained through it. I was on program yesterday as well as my pastor um, at a prayer summit that was given here in the city. And it it was such a blessed, blessed time. It was an awesome, awesome time. One of the speakers shared her testimony, and her testimony was that she fell ill for a whole solid year. She literally moved out of her bedroom from her husband and into her prayer room because for a solid year she was on her face before God because of this affliction that she had, okay? In the midst of the affliction, she could not understand why she was walking through it. She she was really transparent, and it was really a blessing. She said she asked God to heal him, and he said his grace was sufficient. She said, does that mean you're not going to heal me? She said, I didn't ask for grace. I asked for healing. I want to be healed. 
She was very, very transparent about it, which, you know, if the rest of us would be honest, we'd probably have that exact same reaction. We would not quite be where Apostle Paul was that he accepted it when God said it, okay? But she said for a year she was on her face before God. But what he did in the midst of that year of affliction that put her into his presence, prostrate, she transformed from a nasty attitude. She transformed from looking down on people. She transformed from whatever came up, came out of her mouth. During that year of of affliction, she transformed in who she was. And at the end of that part of her transformation, healing came. Healing came. She had to go through the process to get to the purpose. The purpose of that affliction that she felt in her body was to get her through the process of getting the nastiness out of herself to get to the place of being the woman of God that God had called her to be. And check this now. She was a pastor's wife with a doctorate. That's highly intelligent. That's powerful. That's powerful. Okay. That's powerful. Okay. That's this, a powerful this, this ain't no fly by night chick. Okay. This no, is somebody, right there. woman. That's deep Loving right there. Woman. That's deep right okay. there, sis. I can shout on that alone. I can shout. I feel like I want to be shouting John right now. Because what mm. people you got to understand is it doesn't matter who you are. You can have the Hallelujah. most money or the least money. Mm. You can have all mm. the doctrine degrees in the world. You mm. cannot and you will not ever be greater than the Almighty. You have to Hallelujah. be able to submit and commit your will in his hands. I yes. have been running and fighting for years. I'm exhausted. I used mm. to think, and I don't know why, I knew basically a lot of things. Now I'm looking around, and the same things I thought I believed in, I know not. Mm. I have to trust God all over again. And I'm going to turn another age if he blessed me of close to being 55. So it's like when you look at your life and where he's brought you, did you hear me say, I grieve. And just hearing you say that, no, I don't boast in my sister in crisis what she went through. But you got to understand something. You think you know yourself better than anybody. Mm. But God knows mm. you better than you know yourself. Yes. And when you ask yes. him, because I don't know about nobody else, but I say, Lord, take what's left in me and make it great for you. Mm. That means a lot mm-hmm. what I just spoke into my life. That means that mm. there may be more times of sadness and more times yes. of maybe lack and maybe more times mm. of losing people in my life. I don't know. But whatever, I see it now, sis. It's so deep. Thank you for the vision. You got to see what my sister is saying about the delays Mm. and distractions. But what if it's for your purpose? And there is pain. Please hear me. There's so much pain Mm. in your purpose. But I thank Mm. God because, see, it's the fire that burns off all that ugly stuff. The worldly stuff. Yeah. So that what yes. he wants to bless you with, you're going to do great things with it. Mm. And I just thank you. Thank you, Elder, just for that testimony and that vision. Mm. Girl, it blessed my soul. I, I'm serious. I am so serious. I, you know, there is a reason why God tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And there's a reason why he says that um, there's counsel in the multitude, okay? We, we have to come together and allow ourselves the, the transparency without the judgment, okay, so that we can build each other up, so that we can build each other up. When I listen to her testimony, and, and, and again, her willingness to be that transparent, given her quote-unquote stature, okay, because her husband is not just a pastor, he's an apostle, 
Okay, so hear me, okay? This is this is not somebody who just got in ministry last week and started a church and what have you. No, 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 no. These are people that have walked through the crucibles. But yet and still, she had to get to her own personal crucible where God could work on her. That is why we come together. That is why my sister and I do what we do on this broadcast, why we are so transparent when we talk to you about these different things. This broadcast has gone in so many different directions over the years. Seriously, I have literally, literally been doing It's Real since 2004 or five, something like that. It has been years, many, many years. It has gone through many, many different um, hosts and co-hosts. Well, co-hosts, I've always been the host, but many different co-hosts. It's been radio. It's been television. It's gone back to radio again. It's just had so many different platforms. We have guests. We don't have guests. We talk about current events. We talk about um, your soul salvation. We talk about so many different avenues through this medium, but through it all, that one chord that has been consistent over all the years, through all the people involved, through every media that has been on, that one core element of it is to point you back to Christ. I don't care what is going on. I don't care what's going on in your finances. If we have people on the show that are financial gurus, it is to help you get your affairs in order so that you can sow into the kingdom to point you back to Christ. If it's health related, we've had people on the show that, you know, have been holistic people and, and um, health coaches and things like that. That was so that you could get your body together to, to be available and use the Christ. We've had people on the show from, from public relations standpoint, from economical standpoint, from entrepreneurship standpoint, from influential standpoint, from so many different veins in life. And we have shared our hearts with you, but it is all for the same purpose and reason. It's to point you back to Christ. To, to tell you your value as a human being, to tell you the value you are to God and the purpose that he has carved out for your life, to help you recognize and realize that that which God created you for is where you should be focused on heading. It is to devalue, it is to devalue what quote-unquote society will tell you is success so that you can place value on true success, and that will only come when you have acted out and carried out your assignments in God. When a creator creates something, if that thing that he creates does not function in the manner in which he created it, then it is malfunctioning. And you, as the creation of God, if you are not recognizing your purpose, your value, and that for which you were created, then you are malfunctioning. So what we're saying to you on today is that we want your perception to not malfunction and you get carried off on every wind and doctorate, every, every distraction that comes your way, every delay you have a meltdown over, everything that is going on becomes monumental in your life and becomes greater than the God you serve. We want your perception to function properly because it's part of what God created within you. So we don't want to see it malfunctioning. We want you to recognize that in the midst of it all, God is yet God. In the midst of it all, you are yet a work in progress. So as you go through the process to purpose, do not let the outside entities throw you off from what God is calling you to do and to be. That is vital. That is vital. Now, 
All that being said, I'm going to shift gears for a moment because I want I want a dialogue with my sister right here because I'm now going to tie this into my second love right now that I'm walking through that God is working with me on, and that is being influential. You see, if your perception is straight and you're not caught up in delay and distraction, but rather the process to purpose, if you do not understand that part of your purpose is to have an impact on the lives of those that are around you, then you're missing your purpose, okay? So I want to shift the conversation a little bit because I have another broadcast I have to do right after this, and it's dealing with influence. (laughs) So it's my part six to my series, or actually part seven to my series of I Am a Kingdom Influencer. So, sis, as since we're dealing with purpose and we're talking about a person's purpose, tell me from your perspective what would constitute a person of influence. When you hear a person is influential, what comes to mind in your mind that, that you would perceive of that person being? Oh, okay. I hope I'm asking. I'm um, answering this correctly. Okay, so there is no like wrong you said, answer because you're answering it from your perspective. Okay. So there's no wrong answer. Okay. Okay, so you're saying like, if I think about influence, I think about people like um, Oprah, people okay. um, like um, um, Pastor and Seneca Atkinson, people like you. Okay. Um, I'm not just saying that. Um, those are these are people. You got to hear me. Um, um, different basketball players, football players. Those are people of influence. And the reason why okay. I say that is is because I feel like they're on a platform um, before many many other people that are um, that are seeking. Um, guidance, seeking um, for a purpose, seeking for answers. So when people are put in that position of influence, I hope I'm answering this right, that's how I think of people with influence, people that are set in a position to be able to make a change or impact other people's lives. Did I answer that? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Now, um, what do you feel gives them that status? Because you, you, you went from top up, up there with Oprah and the basketball and athlete um, and what have you, and then you came all the way down to like a me. So what, what do you feel constitutes their ability to be influential? Um, well, when I okay, just hear me. When I meet people like uh, when I mean people like Oprah, football players or basketball players, hear me what I'm saying. Normally, it's their mm-hmm. money, or the and that money brings mm-hmm. on a different type of power. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm trying to say of other doors being yep. open. Okay, so mm-hmm. but hear me what I'm saying again. Because hear me what I'm saying. When I said I, when you say you trickle down to someone like me, well, see, in the, that's in the worldly world. In the spiritual world, then that's where I'm saying uh, you, Elder, Pastor Seneca, Pastor Atkinson, um, just hear me, mm-hmm. bishops, uh, T.D. Jakes, um, Joyce Myers, you, you know, those are many different mm-hmm. people. I mean, please hear me, everybody. Everybody may disagree with different names that I just mentioned. I'm just saying to you, those are the people that have been in my life that was had an impact or made it was an influence to me by their mm-hmm. by their word or by their deeds. Does that okay. does that make sense? Okay, that's good. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay. Words and deeds. Okay. So let me tie this in to today's broadcast and why I ask that question. Because um, my, my broadcast today dealing with I Am a Kingdom Influencer is, is dealing with um, keys or um, 
what what makes you influencers? What what are the key ingredients? Let me put it that way. Um, that would cause a person to be influential. Now, everything you said, it, like I said, there was no wrong answer. So everything you said um, is it, spot on. I, I asked my husband these same questions this morning on the way to church, and his the and, and I knew this would be the number one answer that people will come back to as far as what status, when you think of influential people, what, where, what is the first thought that would come to your mind that would cause them, that would give them that status of, of being influential? And your number one thing was the same thing his was, money, money. You, you went into more so that money gives them power, okay? Um, and then you dealt with the spiritual side with words and deeds. I wanted to incorporate this in to today's show because of the process of purpose and understanding. If, if you're going through a process and you don't understand where that process is taking you, then the process becomes um, um, belligerent. The, the process becomes um, a labor, not a labor of love, but a hard task, okay? If you flip the script and you recognize and understand that what influence is, influence is having a path, an impact on people's lives. It's, it's the ability to change the tra- trajectory of someone's path because they may be headed in the wrong direction, or the ability to encourage them in the correct direction so that you have impacted their life for the good. That's the influential side that we want to concentrate on. We've talked in the past. I've definitely done it on my other broadcasts about influence, about there being a positive influence that a person has and a negative influence that a person has. You may have grown up with uh, an abusive father or mother, <laughs> for that matter, just abuse in the pot in the home, domestic violence, different things like that. That would have a negative impact and a negative influence on a person's life if they followed that same pattern, if they followed after the example that was set for them, that same Bad in example could have the opposite influence on a person's life because they choose not to follow that path. I I was watching um, Jada and Will Smith. They, you know, Jada has her new show, The Red Table, I think it's called. It airs on Facebook, actually. Now, now Facebook is doing its own shows. But anyway, um, and and they were being open about their relationship and the and how their relationship um, unfolded in the very beginning. And Will pointed to a specific moment in the early stages of their relationship. This was pre-marriage and all of that, pre-kids and all of that. And they were having um, a get-together at Will's house. And he said his young son by his first wife was sitting on his lap, and he had some guys or whatever sitting around, and they were playing some game. I forget what game he said. But anyway, um, and she said something derogatory to him. Jada said something derogatory to him. And he looked at her, and she repeated it. And he said he picked up a piece of paper. It was a newspaper or something laying there, and, like, bopped her on the head with the newspaper and said, I need to talk to you. Now, you know, obviously he didn't physically punch her or whatever, but he hit her with the newspaper. And she's saying, she's sitting there going, I know this so-and-so didn't just hit me with this newspaper. Anyway, they went into the room to talk, and this is what Will said to her. And and I'm going somewhere with this. Please hear me. But this is what he said. He said, what I said to her at that moment was, I grew up in a household where my father beat my mother. I grew up in a household where there was always derogatory things being said back and forth. He said, and I can't deal with that. He said, so... If we cannot talk to each other, now check this out, if we cannot talk to each other without using profanity or raising our voice, then we cannot be together. 
And Jada said, she sat there, I mean, and they're both talking on this, and she said, she sat there and looked at him and said, what? You got to be crazy. And he said, no, I mean it. If we cannot communicate with each other without using profanity and without raising our voice, we cannot be together, and you can leave now. And she said she sat there, and her eyes just welled up with tears because she realized he was serious. And they both sat there and said for 20 years, they never raised their voice at each other, and they never used profanity. Okay? Now, that didn't mean they didn't get angry. Will would be like, you know, I'm leaving now, so I don't knock your head off your shoulders or whatever, you know. Or Will would say, like, you know, okay, I just got to get into this place. You know, and they would, you know, he would go for a walk or whatever they had to do to calm down so that they could come back and calmly and rationally have a discussion. So in the respect of that same domestic violence upbringing could have proceeded with a very um, angry and and abuse-prone young man who beat women. Instead, it had the opposite effect, and he knew his propensity because he saw what was in his father, so he made sure, I will not be in that situation. I will not have my family in that type of situation. So, therefore, if that's the situation and the environment that you want to have, we can't be together. Okay? So, anyway, I I know I kind of got off the beaten track, but I I just want to explain that, you know, different situations in our lives can have good impact or influence or bad impact or influence. When you go through delays and distractions and you are focusing in on the delay and the distraction, it will have a negative impact on your ability to influence another person's life or carry out the purpose of your life because you're too caught up in the negativity of a situation and not see it for the process that it is. For me, influence has nothing to do with money. And we've got to get that in our mindset so that we understand that the purpose for which God has created you is not predicated on your bank account. Anything that you need to carry out the purpose that he has called you to, he will provide for you. Be it in money, be it in people, be it in your own abilities that he has placed within you, he will provide for you that that you need. Your place of influence, your place of purpose will be recognized when you understand it is not just about you and it is everybody that you are connected to that you have the ability to impart into, okay? So as you're going through your process of purpose, please, please, please don't get caught up in the distraction and the delay and the the process of negativity in the midst of it that you forget that there are people connected to you. And your place of influence is your place of impartation into that person's life. You may not have two nickels to rub together, but your good morning, your ability to love on somebody, your ability to give a hug can have a greater impact on a person's life than if you handed them $100,000. Because I have been around the wealthiest of the wealthiest and seen misery unbelievably deep. Okay? It is not about the money you possess. Does money help? Yeah, of course. Money is a blessing if you have the ability to sow it into the kingdom. It is a curse if you hoard it onto yourself when you see your brother and sister in need and you don't help. So it is not, and, and, and please hear me, 99.9% of people that I would ask that question to would say the same thing. You're an influential person is a person who has money because money gives them power. I beg to differ. An influential person is a person that has not forgotten those that are connected to them. It is a person that can walk down the street 
and say good morning to that homeless person sitting on the side of the road, establishing value to them, saying, I am not ignoring you. I see you. I may not even have anything to give you, but I will acknowledge you are a human being. You are sitting here. I am not just going to walk by you without saying good morning. I'm going to impart into you the value of knowing you exist. You are alive. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's powerful. That is so powerful. Man, I'm telling you. Man, Elder, you don't realize. I love it when you challenge my mind. And I don't, you know, please, everybody, again, it's our perception. You know, there will be a time, I'm not going to lie to you, I would have said that and she would have said that and I would have went, wow. I mean, what? I mean, you know, but I'm so grateful for her opening up my mindset. Because of the world that we live in, because of the things that are around us, we automatically chalk a lot of things up to being money. But what you just said Mm -hmm. is it doesn't matter where you are right now in your life. If God promised Mm -hmm. you that he will bless you to a certain place, then you hold still. But if you're not doing what you're doing on this level, then you're not going to do what you're doing when Mm -hmm. you take you a little higher. So I love you, because what you're telling me is, even on my job as a cashier, and I begin, I'm not going to lie to you, you know, where am I at in my life, Lord? And I begin to feel devalued and feel in all kinds of ways. But I never stop telling people about the goodness of God. I never stop seeing mm-hmm. the needs of people coming through that line. And a, a guy was like, uh, he was so cranky, but I was like, come here. Let me, I came from behind that register, and I said, give me a hug. Well, I just had a back surgery. I said, then I'm going to hug you like then. But you need a hug. You know what I'm saying? And then before you know it, he looked up and smiled and said, man, you smell good. You know what I'm trying to say? So, you know, you know, I mean, so if that's what he needed, I get you. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to reach out a little further because what God has mm-hmm. put in place as our ministry, it, what you're trying to tell me, Elder, is right here in my house right now. It starts right with my mm-hmm. husband right now of how I talk yes. to him, what yes. I'm doing around him yes. that may influence him. So, and, and, and yes, I, man, ma'am. I just want to tell you how much I love you for that. I pray that mm-hmm. everyone can get the voice and the words of her mouth because I'm so glad today that you changed again my mindset of making me believe and not that it's not all about being money. You don't have to be Oprah to make mm-hmm. a point in someone's life mm-hmm. or to be able to touch someone's <laughs> no. life or to keep somebody from jumping off the bridge. <laughs> yeah. So, amen. And that's real. Amen. That's real. A simple hello. We 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 devalue so many things. So many things. Think about that person sitting on, on the bridge, ready to jump. Despair is all around them. And people walk past them like they do not exist, and that adds to the despair. And all it takes is a simple smile and hey, how you doing? Nice to see you today. Or just just an acknowledgement that this is a human being and you are existing and I see you. Again, I may not I may not be able to go in my pocket, especially if I'm walking past you. You don't see me driving. I'm walking, okay, because I don't have a car, all right? I might be walking to try to find a job, you know, but the fact is, it cost me absolutely nothing to speak to you and smile at you. Cost me nothing. But again, we have no idea what an impact that that would have in that person's life. Just that acknowledgement. You exist. I see you. Hi. You're human, just like me. But by the grace of God, I could be sitting right here with you. Okay, so no, I'm not looking down on you. No, you may not smell the greatest. I, I got that. You ain't had a bath. You, you probably didn't have no water to have a bath. You know, just it's it it it. it we have to change our perception. We've got to change our perception and our perspective on life. I put, you said, did you hear me put them two words together real quick? <laughs> so we have to change our, per, our perception and our perspective online so that we can recognize and understand our delays or distractions may just be processes 
for purpose. We are out of time. I thank and praise God for today's show. I thank and praise God for you, Tam. I really, really do. Um, I, I really do. You are you are so valuable to me, and I don't really know that you understand the impact that you have on these shows as well. So I love you, love you, love you, my sister. I, I love you with the love of God. I truly, truly do. Amen. And let's brace and want everyone today, and we pray that you get it. Please listen to Elder's show after this because we can never get enough of knowledge. And with knowledge of knowing God, amen. that's more prayerful power. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 To God be the glory for all that he has done. Let us go through this next week rejoicing in him. And Lord, say the same. We'll be back with you next weekend. Same God time, same God channel. God bless you. God bless you. Love you. Love you, baby girl. Let's keep it Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.